Welcome everyone to the flow show. We got number 195 today with the man, the myth, Darren Ravel. First though, a message from club GG, where you can create clubs for free, play with your friends, win hundreds and thousands of dollars of prizes monthly. With that being said, Darren, pleasure to have you. Thank you for taking the time today. Thanks for having me, Jeff. Well, we got to, we got to connect a bit at Phelps charity event, maybe what was that October of this past year. So recently, and I had met you many years before. I know you've interviewed Mike numerous times over his career. And, you know, I guess most people are probably familiar with you. You're in the sports world journalist for many, many years. Uh, maybe give a little bit of a brief intro on yourself and what you, what you're up to these days and, and, uh, just a little background. Yeah. So I, uh, went to Northwestern. Uh, I like to tell people that I knew before you that I wasn't going to be an athlete. So, you know, when I was 10, I pretty much gave up the dream. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, so I started down the journalism path and, Sports business was really intriguing to me. Um, the fact that no one was really covering it. The only reason why someone would cover it for a local paper would be if there was what we call the concrete beat. There was a new stadium in town. But other than that, there wasn't any coverage at all on sports business. And so I kind of brought it to the national uh, to national prominence. Um, I went from Northwestern. And I went to ESPN and said, you got to cover the business of sports. And they said, why? And I'm like, well, it's just embarrassing because, you know, you have AP copy on the front page of ESPN.com and you would never do that for baseball or basketball or football or hockey. Right. Um, so got in there at 22 and worked in hardcore Bristol for six years and then went from being the geek at the sports network to the cool guy at the business network and was at CNBC for six years. That was, uh, you know, we, we did some great stuff with Phelps in Beijing and I put on that crazy swimsuit that took like 25 minutes to get into. Uh, I yeah. saved Michael once when he was getting paid a boatload of money by Visa. And we stupid, as you would know, this guy is probably the worst morning guy in the history of the world. Yeah. And we, we had like a 650 hit and he's like, bro, I fell asleep in the, fell asleep in the limo over here. He's like, he's like, I'm, a, I'm not that sharp. I'm like, <laughs> dude, I, I had to, I should have gotten paid for that appearance. I'm like, yeah, here because of visa and visa is, he just stood there and his jeans were like down to his knees you know with his, with his underwear boxers showing yeah uh, you know and then it was just fun to, to be there in beijing what a special special thing and did the olympics in vancouver and then kicked espn's butt so bad that they had to hire me back and we did that for six years and at the end of that i said hey uh are you guys going into sports gambling and they said no we won't do it fully uh, and I uh, went to the Action Network, kind of a a quant, you know, betting company where you know if you want to know when it's raining or when it's whatever, like you know, wind blowing twenty miles per hour, will the over hit or the under hit? What percentage of time? All that. Just a smart sports betting company, and uh, did that for five years. Sold the company to uh, a Danish group called Better Collective, and uh, was coming to the end of my deal. Uh, earlier this month or in December and basically said, I'm going to do something else. And uh, I've been working on that for about a month and a half and a uh, couple, wait a couple weeks and you'll, you'll hear what I'm about to do. Very, very cool. And what is your, your passion though, these days, I see the memorabilia behind, I know we have some mutual friends, Jason Koontz, Ken Golden, some of the guys in the industry that I know you, you work with or have done stuff with. And, and is that your main passion? Would you say Gary V also uh, very passionate and talks a lot about it. And I, I know yourself. So 
Tell me yeah, about that. You know, I, I, I love finding incredible pieces. Uh, my own Ferris Bueller's vest, Matthew Broderick's vest. Um, I like movie props. I own the kids' glasses from Jerry Maguire. Um, you know, uh, just to, you know, sometimes these pieces are just so ridiculous. I own the, the uh, you know, the, the best signed um, Alexander Hamilton in 9 out of 10 from 1790 from a letter he rewrote, you know, when he was the secretary of treasury, um, just the stories. I'm a storyteller. I love stories. I fall in love with stories. Um, I'm the biggest collector of checks with stories. So I have the Yankees paying John Elway for like a per diem when he was on the team. I have Amelia Earhart paying for nose surgery and Denzel Washington paying for Lakers courtside seats and JFK paying for his Washington post subscription. Uh, a, a year before he became president. So just love those stories, you know, go, everyone's into cards. I'm not really, I, I just, I like the one of one kind of stuff. I like the real rarity yep. uh, and it's just so fun to be able to buy something uh great alt asset and then be able to tell the story too. So I spend a significant amount of time doing that. And then I, I run my own uh, food and Bev VC called tastemaker capital um, we, we really have done a really cool job in terms of, you know, we, we've, we've invested in pop-up bagels and athletic brewing and, you know, and then this last thing that you're watching now is I, I came up with a canned cocktail, which is wild. I mean, I tried it. I tried it at the event. It was delicious. It, really. The you. pineapple in particular, that's a little spot. I'm not a spice guy, but like you said, that was sort of the, I listened to this video and you're saying that's the problem because you go there in the spice to get it right. So it's nice to have different, different, uh, strength. Yeah. And, and know so it's it's going really well. We're in, um, we're pretty much right now in Arizona, uh, Tennessee and Ohio, um, big in Ohio and you're just going slow and available online. Um, if anyone wants to try it at kickstand cocktails, we're, we're, we're rolling. And that's been, that's been really fun. Um, and you know, it, I, I have so many passions, but I just try to keep as busy as possible. And, you know, then I got my, my twin boys are play ice hockey, roller hockey and street hockey. So it never ends at all. How, how old are they? Nine. Okay. I got a, I got two little, two little boys myself, four and uh, four years old, nine months. My wife's a twin. So I, I, the twin deal, I get it. And she lives next to her her twin here down get out of here yeah yeah my wife's a twin and and it's it's a crazy that's a crazy and, and, and you're and she's neighbors with her sister yeah the we're neighbors and actually her, her um the brother-in-law who i'm super super close with now we're in so like literally 20 investments together we share an office like it's it's all and oh, she's got kids goodness. down the road it's it's wild they, we're actually going to be next door neighbors i looked at the house directly next door and then i thought about it more and more i was like that's probably not a good idea at least give them like a where, where is yeah. this in Arizona? Keep Biscayne, Keep oh, Biscayne, okay. Florida, Miami area. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, the twins. That's that's awesome. You can't replace that bond. I know I'm always second. That's fine. We're married. No, bond. no, I am. But, but with boys, it's like you know the the drawing of the blood is ridiculous. I exactly. Mean, I know well, they're going to go out and play hockey, and someone's going to come back hurt. It just depends on how long it takes. Yep. But that that's awesome though. That's that's nice. That's that's a good. That's nice to have though. That's 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 awesome. Nine year old. That's got to be a fun age. I can't imagine. Yeah. I'm already at four in my. Son wants to play all the time and sports and everything, and it's it is fun. So yeah, yeah that's good. Um, and Northwestern, you went there. I did actually one of my questions uh, had to do with that with because I'm 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 from Ann Arbor. That's where I met Mike actually in, in Windsor, but I grew up and born and raised in, in Arbor. Windsor, of course, you met him in Windsor. Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yes, <laughs> he's at the poker. I play in poker. It was two thousand strokes. Yeah, that's a whole nother story. But 
uh, Ann Arbor. I'm a big Michigan fan. Of course, I just went to the game. Saw Congrats. that. It's incredible. Congrats. Yeah, that that felt good. I know you you got Northwestern uh, in your blood, and, and you're a big fan. I, two questions on that. One, I did want to ask you before I forget, because I know we got a tight window today. Was with the uh, the the U of M and the Big Ten Conference, uh, how that's going to impact everything with some of these these schools like Northwestern and, and just in general? Because now Oregon, Washington's coming. Oh we actually runner up. And how do you see that whole deal? Yeah, it's wild. I mean, I kind of wanted Washington to win at the end because we're playing Washington week one. Uh, the, oh, wow. whole thing, the whole thing is just wild. I can't imagine, you know, although if if Wisconsin is going to have an air raid offense, those guys have never had any sort of like, you know, they're, they were three yards in a cloud of dust. And then their bowl game was like, you know, they're one of their guys who was auditioning for offensive coordinators like throw it all the time that's not the wisconsin so everything's all messed up uh, but but do you think the big 10 now has more compelling games for television oh, ab- ab- you, absolutely, absolutely 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 so you think it's a net positive though overall for the whole thing because it's kind of weird the conferences now like the big 10 the, the pac 12 all these things like when i grew up as a kid and was like you know really into sports and i think of big 10 i think of the big 12 and the pac and now it's like Big Ten isn't Big Ten. There's like 20 teams, yeah. and this <laughs> conference is like it's weird to think of Washington or Oregon in the Big Ten. It's like Midwest, so it's like I don't know. It's like it'll be, it'll be more compelling games. There'll be more ranked teams playing each other, uh, but obviously there'll be you know the Rose Bowl was gone for a while. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It it's it's hard to feel uh, anything about anything other than you know the game itself and you know rivalries. The big some of the Big Ten rivalries the Michigan's always going to play Ohio State, and hopefully Northwestern will play Iowa, which is a hilarious like how that rivalry. Uh, so what happened was we lost. Yeah, I don't like, even know that story. Yeah. We lost twenty five straight games to Iowa, and uh, wow. in in nineteen ninety four, um, ninety three or ninety four, we got our butts beat. And at the end, uh, Hayden Fry, the coach of Iowa, said to our coach Gary Barnett, "I hope we didn't hurt you, little boys." And Gary Barnett then told the team the next year at Iowa. Um, and then after 94, uh, we've actually won more games than they have against them after losing 27 in a row or something wow. like that. So it's, wow. It's been yeah, a that good... Was a, the Gary Barnett, he was that was the Rose Bowl champion. Was that 94? Yeah, that was going to the Rose Bowl. I, I went the next year. Uh, I was actually applying, and my mother was like, you do not want Northwestern to win this game. You're not going to get in. And uh, so it was kind of a conflicted conflicted thing. couple good years and a couple bad years. And I say I became a good broadcaster because of the bad years. Um, I broadcast uh, Owen 13 or Owen 14 in the Big Ten in wow. basketball. Uh, we were 5-25 and 25 that year, and we had to play the Flintstones. You know, uh, it, uh, Izzo with... Uh, Mateen Cleaves and Mo Pete and, and those guys. Yeah. It was brutal. It was brutal. So, but those those bad games of filling the air were amazing. Yeah, that that's for sure. And what is your view of the NIL and the transfer portal in college athletics? Do you think these work to level the playing field with Division One teams, or is this because this is kind of crazy? Like for me, seeing these guys sit out in bowl games and like all this stuff is kind of wild. It just seems like such big changes. I mean, I guess yeah, really, you know, the, the, the one year recruitment thing is you know for. For Northwestern, for for Michigan, it's like you got to keep continuing to recruit the guys. For Northwestern, it's hard to like. It's like we don't even get the main recruit in, nor are we spending that. So when we develop a guy, it becomes that much worse. Well, okay, we're going to develop him. He's going to be great for a season, and he's going to go somewhere else. Yeah. So, um, 
you know, I think it's a workaround that, hey, just pay the players. Stop the charades. Stop the shenanigans. Just pay the players. Um, yeah. and, and don't make it this thing that it's not. Because this was intended for jersey sales and everything else. This wasn't intended for, you know, a workaround to figure out how much you can pay the guy. It's getting yeah. ridiculous. It, it, it's, it must be super distracting too. Cause then you got like mid-level players or buy, like everyone's kind of looking, where can they get money or how does it work? And, and, and again, I guess, and this was going on historically, people getting paid and this type of thing, but now it does seem like a major distraction and it's gotta be crazy to deal with as a player. Well, we'll, kind of we'll see what happens with Florida state, right? So the NCA is pretty much stayed out of it. They they've had to stay out of it because they come off a restricted earnings case and they don't want to get in legal trouble. But now, you know, Florida State's kind of the first one where they're like, no, you couldn't have done this. You did something wrong. So let's see what happens. But I think the NCAs at this point is virtually powerless. Um, and and who knows how many years they have left. You, you could imagine just, you know, some umbrella organization to throw the money they do at the NCAA where all they are are, are a, a championships uh, organizer uh, in some sense. There's really no need for them. Right. Makes makes a lot of sense. And my last question on Northwestern, my dad's like a Big Ten nut. He born and raised, you know, well, lived in Ann Arbor forever. And he was asking about, which I'm not even aware, but he was asking about the Northwestern football team and the Coates Fitzgerald was treated, uh, fired by the administration. Is there is there any, I mean, you're probably pretty aware of all that. I, I'm not oh, really. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, the, uh, there was an uh, investigation into hazing on the team. Okay. And uh, the investigation apparently turned out that they said they were going to punish him for two weeks in the non-season. So okay. for the season, everyone went nuts after that. There was a Daily Northwestern story, uh, the students, that said like some there was no evidence, at least they, they didn't say there was any evidence that he knew about this, nor was it a massive problem. Um, and uh, I guess, you know, from the outside, nothing else has come out. No one else, there's been no criminalization. No one has been arrested. None of this, right? So if someone did something wrong, you would think they would have been arrested or something like that. Yeah. Nothing. There's no perpetrator. There's no, so where is that? I don't know. I don't see it. Um, yes, he, he, I guess he was underperforming, but then fire the guy. Right. Uh, don't, don't, don't uh, shame him. And so I think he was treated unfairly, at least what we know of now. And I think he's yeah. going to get a huge chunk of money. Yeah. Well, also the Michigan State coach, this is pretty crazy. That contract's like 90 million and there was some wild stuff going on there. And when you look at the actual like back and forth, you know, we, we live in this, you know, we live in this me too world. We live. I mean, you are in, you are based, you are guilty and less proven innocent most of the time. Yeah, it's in, crazy. In this world. And and there is a, a, a mob culture where they just want your head on a stake. They don't care what was actually done. They just want to see through that your head is on a stake and then they're happy. Which right. is, which is actually, it's a crazy way nowadays with mental health and just in general, FOMO and crazy and, and technology and things spread so fast and fake news. It, re it really is overwhelming. It's like you almost got to be, and if you are a public figure, an athlete, a professional or a celebrity of any kind of thing, you really have to be on your toes at all times and not because like, yeah, people are trying to just, ambassador i mean i lived with mike for seven years and you know several instances what some like the, the thing is like ridiculous now to even wouldn't even be a thing but it's just like yeah they want to build you up they want to bring you down 
they want the whole thing and it's just it is crazy it really is and, and it also means that leaders have to hold on right so like i wish our northwestern president you know understood social media he does not he did not obviously and if he called me i would have said listen wait it out another 48 hours and and you know you're you're not you're not saving anything by doing anything right now the the people who are telling that you to fire them now they've never been part of the program they're not yeah. your constituents they're not your fans mm -hmm. and uh you know so i i was i was i was embarrassed and i remain embarrassed by that decision making now somehow miraculously we go and uh you know win eight games which is wild in a bowl game um but uh yeah so so it didn't turn out to be the death sentence that i thought it might be for sure and and what is your dream job and how has your image of a dream job changed from the time you graduated college to today like what's your dream sort of dream? i've had a dream job all along like you know this is i i have not worked a day in my life this is this is unbelievable, you know, that I get to do this, that I have 2 million followers on Twitter, that, you know, I, I wake up, I pick my day, I decide what's relevant to me, and that's what sticks. Um, and for my next job, it's just another kind of dream job that I've envisioned. And, uh, you know, when, I, when I'm done, I've been doing this for 23 years, but it seems like it really has flown by. Um, and it's, it's, I, I, I do not take it for granted. I love the relationships I've established with guys like Michael and Kobe and, you know, just, just JJ Watt and all the people who, who I've, you know, come to come to meet. Um, yesterday I was with Ted Leonsis and his son, Zach, and those guys are unbelievable. Um, and so like all the, all the people that I've interviewed and become friends with just, just feel so fortunate. It's ridiculous. I mean, I'm 45 and I feel like I'm making a retirement talk here but but uh <laughs> yeah. but but it, it is really a, bl a blessing and and what was it like living in bristol because i've thought about this too i was like you know espn's amazing it's fun and sports center and this and that like i like to be if you like talking and content but how is it to actually live in bristol or in that area was it, it, was it great question yeah i mean i so you know i had a rotation of basically outback Chili's, um boston market you know i had the whole like bachelor rotation going yeah. Uh, and, and, and to be honest with you, it was great for me. I was 22. I said to myself the first day, I, I am not going to date a, a, a woman who works for ESPN. I will not even let someone into my apartment who is, who works for ESPN because my dream, this is my dream. And so when me too rolled around, I was like, when I was on the road, I, I didn't let, there was no producer ever in my room. There was no nothing. We always met downstairs. There's no beers. There's no, so like, so that's the first thing I set up, right? Like, so I'm not going to date, you know, as, as, uh, Miss Doubtfire says, but live a life of celibacy. Um, and, uh, you know, so, so we got that down and then I, I worked from eight to eight, went to work out and then there's, you know, 11 o'clock where is where it's humming. So. I, I went back to to work from like ten to two every day, Monday through Friday. Um, I was able to write two books by the time I was twenty six. Do my job, take a little bit longer than they thought I was taking writing some of these stories because mm -hmm. right? I was just sitting there at my desk, and uh, you know made me made me grind and made me. That was kind of the beginning of you know I've gotten here. It's my dream yeah. job, and I'm scared someone every day is going to steal it, and I'm going to make right. sure they don't. I'm going to make sure I'm the best of the world in the world every single day. 
that's that's all. and then you got but you did get so you have two kids you got met you that happened while you kids. Were- yeah no 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 i yeah i i i'm i met my wife uh so i used to go into the city on saturday and sunday new york city to make the two hour and 15 minute drive uh i met my wife my second to last year on my first stint at espn um and she came up to me and until we were living together but yeah i still i still uh you know even though i look like i was guided towards a uh a bachelor life um did meet her and uh, she's crazy to have married me that's a that listen that's that's how it's great though i i can't imagine any other way also i was I was single and I met my wife kind of randomly and then it was just, that was it. And it was, you know, it's nice. It's having kids is great. And you, you, you now travel less. Is it with kids at home? Are you still on the road a lot or do you kind of, kind of, no, I, tra- I, tra- I travel less. I mean, I don't really have to be at events in the same way. Um, I think COVID's changed the game a little bit. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it grounds you, right? Like, especially a guy like you, like doing what you're doing too. It's like, it could get if you're a bachelor it could get out of control so fast yeah well i actually feel more productive like i was thinking about that when i got when i was like oh i'm getting now i'm engaged married and it's kind of like that's a lot in the family but i feel much more focused and and dialed in when i was single and chasing around just running and going anywhere anytime and i feel you know i have like a big blessing in terms of organized and just sort of more focused so i I think it actually works more that way uh in a, in a sense but um yeah i i gotta ask you in terms of sort of fomo and you mentioned you have such a you do have a huge following you put out a lot of content you know you're you're active you put out a lot of posts and you and, and people you have a lot of contacts you mentioned some big names and different genres of sports and you have a lot of access do you find that to be overwhelming a bit to keep up with everything and relationships or is it uh, how do you do that i think it's just part of kind of what i've set up over the years you know um I think it's hard, obviously, with the people who you're you've, you're you're in business with, right? Like you don't want it to, you know, Michael's invested in some of my companies, uh, JJ's invested in some of my companies, and it's like you don't want to just ping them when you either need money or need them to do marketing, and and so you know you really you really got to be you know care about these guys besides just it being very transactional. Uh, Phelps and I have have a really special relationship. I've gone through, through some mental health stuff. We 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 text about how down we really are, um, you know, which is real, man, and you know it because you lived with them, um, you know. Uh, and so so that's been you know part of our friendship has been been that you know right. totally beyond celebrity or what can you do for me? It's just it's a re, you know he's a real dude. You can yep. he, and and I'm so pleased he's done so much for mental health by just you know, coming forward. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the relationships where you get really close to people, um, just like any, any friendship. And, uh, there's a lot of guys that I've become friends with. Um, you know, Kobe was hilarious. He, the last time I was in LA with him, uh, he was getting a massage on his Achilles at some point. Cause I, I usually met him, uh, in other places when he came to New York or, whether he was in Atlanta or Chicago or everywhere, but I was in out in LA and uh, uh, he's like, yeah, let's, I got to get a massage for my Achilles. And um, he's like, just sit there. We'll, we'll watch the Jody Arias trial. And I'm like, what? He's like, she's crazy. She's crazy. I love it. It's crazy how crazy she is at, you know, and he, he was just, and he, you know, he was also, you know, 
any hour of the night firing. He was he was a real special guy. And I think some of the tragedy obviously wasn't for his basketball, but he had so much to give to this world. And yeah. and he and he literally touched people. You know, yeah. I think Jordan Jordan cried at his hero probably because Jordan doesn't touch people. You know, he's been a stay in hotel guy for since 1987. And and when he goes to events, he's going in the back door and he's going up the stairs to the VIPs. Kobe would 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 actually, you know, so more people would say they've you know, either either had a handshake from Kobe yeah. or you yeah. know, he gave him something like that's that that's he, he, incredible memory and just sort of seems like he really did. Like he was one of those people that just would he'd meet someone he doesn't know anything about him, he'd shake their hand, look at their head and kind of remember them. I, I met him a few times and he would remember, you know, I just the same thing. I actually remember in Beijing the night Mike won his eight gold medals. Uh, it was crazy. Like at, the whole team was there waiting for him. I remember taking a shot with Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, and oh then I talked probably like two years later, and he was like remembered, you know, me, and I was like, that's I just I never. It's crazy, like no, you know what I mean. And he's that big. He's that big of a like that's rare. I think most 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 superstars yeah. don't and really like even his think competitive about nature was just stupid. Like yeah, you know, for my thirtieth birthday, I played him one on one, and he yeah. would, he wouldn't let me. He literally would not let me. You were looking for a clip. You wanted a highlight reel, and he wasn't. And he was even doing. He goes, I am not taking the risk of your ball touching the rim. Wow. And he was swatting me. It was it was so painful. He's Billy like, Madison and dodgeball. He yeah, was I can't, I can't, yeah, I can't I can't have you have the one. I love know? it. Yeah, and, that's that's that is that's yeah, it's unique. But uh yeah, I mean I'm sure you've met you've had so many. Is there any like anything that stands out for you in terms of a memory within sports or just like kind of like out of all the different things you've seen or people you've met, like, is there anything that really stands out in your career that you've just like, I'll never forget this, like a moment? I mean, the, 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 the Olympics were, were amazing. There's so many moments. I mean, there's the moment from the famous Super Bowl where the Patriots, you're going to be 19 and 0. And just when you think about technology, you know, this was before, this was just as we were getting cell phones uh, yep. that had, that had, you know, iPhones. And mm -hmm. you know, remember, we had to go down into the bowels of the stadium, the Super Bowl, like three minutes before. And it says winning team and losing team. And we're all on the winning team side mm -hmm. and expect the Patriots to come down. Mm -hmm. And there, you know, no one really knows. No one could see anything. And it was like a game of telephone. Like the giant, the Eli Manning just threw a pass and David Tyree like caught it yeah. with his bullet. Like there was nothing to see. And then it was like, then it was like, then you have to be the journalist and be like, how was that? And no one had seen it. Like right. just some of, those, some of those, you know, moments, um, you know, remembering just covering all the Tiger Woods craziness and, you know, uh, just feel like there's been so much as part of covering the business of sports over the recent years that you almost don't uh, like now everyone understands the business of sports. Um in 2000, when I started, they didn't, right? Like now they understand that you're just going to be that blabbling idiot calling up on New York sports radio, you know, just, you know, they should just trade them or, you know, like not understanding your owner's capacity to spend what your owner does, how it right. works, you know, all that. And, and it's, uh, you know, I, knowing how hard it was back in 2000 to convince people, you know, this was something as a fan they needed to know. Um, it's amazing to see how far it's come. And you did, I believe you won an Emmy or got an award for your in NBC's 2008 election coverage. Is that what, what was that? Yeah, it's, right, it's right behind me right here. That, that. Okay. There you go. Uh, yeah. So, so this is 
one of these funny things. They're like uh, the 2008 ele uh, election coverage and um, Brian Williams was was hosting and uh, they sent me to Pennsylvania to talk to some people when Obama won. It's probably like 38 seconds or something like that. And, you know, now I'm the award winning reporter. So <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take that's, it. That's awesome. And, and tell me about memorabilia. Give me a couple pieces that you are obsessed with or just that are your favorite. Right, you, I'm sure see, you have him. Let's see if we can, let's see if we can uh, bring out something from, from the bag of tricks. All right. Uh, and are you only holding or do you ever flip? Cause like at some point you, no, you no, I, 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 I flip, I flip, I do flip. Sure. I won't, I won't flip that Kobe badge that you saw. Cause right. that's to me and I would never, but the, yeah. yeah, this, this is, uh, oh, this wow. is, this is 1790. That's Alexander Hamilton. Whoa. Breast, breathtaking. Nice signature. Your, too. your obedient servant, Alexander Hamilton. So what, yeah. what, give it, give it, give us an idea. Cause I, I, I'm pretty in tune to what things are and how they work. But like, I have zero idea. Like what would that fetch? Do you think if you put on, well, I, no, so I bought it for 6,500, but listen, it was in the middle of the day. It was unauthenticated. It was in the middle of the auction. What like, year? What year? This year. Okay. 2000, 2023. Okay. They made every mistake in the book. I'm not going to throw these guys under the bus, but they did. And you know, this is a knowing this story, this is a $30,000, $40,000 piece. And they gave it away because there's just too many things in the auction. They just, and, the, and they didn't pay attention. And their consigner was probably got it in an estate you know, guy died and they don't care about it. They're just trying to get the money and uh, not authenticated, brought it to PSA and it got a nine from 1790. So wow, that's, wow. One that's, uh, that's one that's interesting. I actually like, uh, I recently bought a card. I don't, I don't typically buy cards, but I recently bought a card and um, I thought I just, I thought I had it somewhere here. Cause it just, it just came in. Here it is. How often do you keep up with with Ken Golden or, or Jason? I Cooper? do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually, I actually bought this at Golden. Okay. Have you ever seen this card? Yes. Very cool. Yeah. yeah so it's, it's the Jordan Interlake card, and and it's a piece of art. And everyone goes to the '86 Fleer, and there's fifty two thousand graded, and there's like three hundred graded of these. Yep. So like to me, I'm always like a a scarcity kind of guy. Uh, this is the this is the this is the uh, the showstopper. What's that? I can't read that. Oh, Hugh. Oh, Hugh Hefner. Okay. One. It looks yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> wow. What's that? What's that go for? That's off the bay. That's on the. That's on the obscure for sure. I, but, I bought this for eight thousand dollars, which is which is a bargain when you consider how many people have said that's the craziest thing ever. That is a. That's a wild piece right there. All right. So you got some. You're off. Yeah. You're off the beaten path with the stuff. You got some like really interesting yeah. stuff. Yeah. But, yeah. But those are the ones you don't want to sell, right? Those are the ones that are so like different and, and unique. You know, you can hold on. Right. Right. I mean, if they're if they're great, you know, I won't sell like a Phelps autographed uh, swimming hat. You know, swimming cap. I have that. I have yep. his eight. I have his eight for eight tickets. You know, signed by him. Uh, I'm trying to get the the four guys from the relay mm. from the Isaac race. Isaac, yep. Isaac's very hard to get. I I don't even know where he is. So this yep. is this is an all points bulletin to okay. Jason Zach. I, I need to get the yeah, you know, there's 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 just various things that you you know that you target and uh that's what makes it so fun. Yeah, that's that no, it is. It is it is it is a lot of fun. I, I think that you know the memorabilia, it's interesting. I know you kind of follow sweat crypto a bit and you understand the different markets and it, it is interesting to see how 
some of these these industries and 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 it all kind of aligns like we're, we're in definitely a bit of a, a bearish time a little it seems like stuff but the the the, the crazy during COVID, the the sports cards went wild, and then they came back. But I, I, what's your what's your sort of prediction in general of sports to the industry in the next decade? Yeah, you know, I mean, I think the great stuff is going to continue to be great. If you yeah. have, uh, you know, one of one provides less liquidity, right? You can't say like it's possible that this Jordan card in a nine hasn't sold in a year. So it's not like, but I love that game. I love that game. Like you know. If you want it, you got to pay X. That's what I. That's what I want. You know, that's what I want from this. Yeah. And it's like when I'm at the National Sports Collectors Convention, I have all my stuff, and so much of it is one of one or one or two or one or three. Yeah. If someone says, if someone gives me an offer, and someone says I'll pay this, and I'll be like, no, you're not going to find another one here in this room. So it's right. no, right? Like if you, and then if you want it, so I had like some incredible Disney's. A guy paid fourteen grand because. I said, if you want that and you're going to, if you walk away, you'll never see one. You pretty much won't see one in person. You'll yeah. buy it at an auction house. So, you know, I think uh, people should be comfortable with things that aren't necessarily liquid that are one one to one, because otherwise if you're dealing with huge populations, you have to know who is, who owns that. Like, you know, if Luka Doncic is owned by 16 to 23 year olds and it skews that way, well, when the shit goes down, even if you're if if you don't own a massive 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 amount you're going to be subject to that yeah. so this is not just a fantasy game where someone scores points and your card goes up there's a million other factors and i think the people who have done it that way and believe it's that have done a horrible disservice to them in the community yeah that's a that's a great point I, and i i know we got we're gonna Darren, you're gonna have to be a multiple time guest because I, yeah. I, I i think like we have a lot in common and i know you have a a tight schedule day so i appreciate you coming on i want one more question this and then we'll we'll we'll, we'll have you back for sure i'd okay. love to have you back in, in the future but uh what about the 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 risk of wait this is jason Kuntz. i talked to a lot he's a very good friend of mine michigan guy as well where i'm from and he he has a big, big collection and there's a risk of the the authenticity of the gradings with that i always worry about like frauds because this is seems to be a very vulnerable thing especially with technology and fake stuff in general now how do you kind of feel like that can be combated in the future yeah, I mean everything's questionable, right? Like, I ha I've had the top two autograph firms take a Warren Buffett, and one said it's good, and one said it it, it isn't. And um, you know, for me, I'm a public figure, and I am a kind of a spokesman for the industry. So once someone fails it, I have to get rid of it, and I have to get rid of it. Basically, I'm not putting it back in the market. I'm not mm. selling it to anyone. We yeah. actually have to either destroy it or just, you know, whatever it is. I've destroyed things with PSA, destroyed things with JSA. I mean, like, it has to be that way. Um, but I'm worried about the cases. They've tried to get better and better and better. Yeah. I'm worried about the cases yeah. in general. The thieves could, could, you know, the thieves are always ahead of the game. Uh, right. But I think they've done a relatively good job. Um, and uh, I think the security is probably what it what it needs to be, maybe a little bit more. But that's that's part of the risk that's why you need to diversify and be in don't just have things that need to be authenticated um just be all over the place that's why i do sports that's why i do history um like anything you need to be diversified that's a it's a it's a great answer and as i let you go here what is give me a, a crypto i don't want to, that's a rabbit hole but just give me a price prediction yeah, you're, for under you, 2024 you, do, you, do you have a bullish bearish do you on no I, I listen it's 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 such a gamble and bitcoin 
to me has no basis in anything that I think it's, it's just a momentum play, right? Yeah. Like it's just a, um, and certainly the, the shill coins and the shit coins, like I, I, I can't get into it. Um, right. but the, but Bitcoin, you know, uh, know what, you know, don't do FOMO, like just get, get to what, you know, and if someone's making money somewhere else, uh, if you don't know, if you don't feel good about it, but you're just doing it to follow, don't do it. It's right. really stupid. Great advice. Okay. Well, listen, Darren, I appreciate the time. Great to get to know you a little bit better. And again, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll have to have you again. You'll be a multiple uh, time guest here. We'll, we'll do one in the future and I appreciate it and look forward to catching up hopefully at another uh, charity event or at the, the national. I'm sure. Do you ever go to that? The national? For the there, yeah. I'm there every year. We got to get Phelpsy there. This year. Yeah. He, no, he likes that. He likes the stuff too. He'll, he'll, yeah. he'll, he'll come for that. So we'll, we'll catch up. Appreciate it. And thank you so much for the time. We'll, uh, yeah, we'll see you good. soon. Thanks, Cheers. Jeff. Thanks, Darren. Thank you.